Let's go! Who's up next? Welcome, Internet, to the Xbox Empire podcast, part of the Play Some Video Games Network of Podcasts. Look, I did that right on my first try. I'm very proud of myself, okay? I'm Elaine, and I, I guess I'm the captain now. Uh, Donnie has given me the keys to the ship. Do ships have keys? Ooh. Do you get, like, a key ring? Do you have a key? Know? I don't know. I've rented a boat, and they had keys. You need a key to <laughs> yeah, turn on the get, engine. But, like, does a big ship have keys? But, yeah, like a cruise <laughs> ship. Yeah. They have lots the of engines. <laughs> janitor ring of keys i have all the keys so i'm running this ship now i guess uh we'll see how far it gets before it runs into something before we get started we have lots of xbox stuff to talk about don't get nervous but before we do let's talk about our patreon producers i'm gonna mispronounce people's names and i'm sorry so fix it for me and i'll fix it next time probably we've got edwin callow barry cathcart josh bonesaw borbone which by the way bonesaw is a good nickname Chris McElfresh, Devin Tyus, Kyle Heyman, Paul Calicote, Michael Masick, The Egg Shen, Zach Bradshaw, Nick Fallhaber, Rude Days 93, Rob Emanuel, and Grouchy Surge. Boom. I think you're the only one that got Nick's name like spot on. Hey, I think you read it the way it's supposed to be read. I did it. This is because I have an Italian maiden name. My maiden name is Garberine. Oh. It's spelled exactly how it's pronounced. No one says it right so i try so hard to get other people's names right because i get so mad uh my my married name's easy striker is easy and cool that's a cool Thanks, name husband. Thanks, sounds like husband. you comes with like a like a jumpsuit it's either a jumpsuit or a really bad villain costume right, right? like with a, with a really crappy cape and like it's like when you <laughs> like get added to the striker family i feel like that's a part of it like we like to call it a clan don't worry about Ooh. it that kool-aid is fine just don't worry. I'll be fine. Everything's fine. Donnie, we have a lot of... We have... Look. Oh, my God. There's so much news. Uh, it's, like, stressful how much news there is. Before we go news, I just want to say it's International Podcast Day. Yeah. Or Podcasters Day today. So, a shout-out to everybody who does podcasts. But more importantly, a shout-out to all the people who listen and support the podcasts who let us keep doing these. Because without you guys, we would just be talking to ourselves like we do in the bathroom. So, sure. Yeah. It'd be embarrassing. All right. We have, I hate this joke, but I'm going to read it because I actually kind of secretly love it. This is big dad joke energy. We have more fallout in the wake of the Microsoft purchase of Bethesda. (laughs) Big dad joke energy. So, Donnie, there's been a lot about this. I I think that a lot of people who have sat in front of microphones with crystal balls this week, you and I did that a little last week. We'll do it more because... Who's going to stop us? It's what the internet wants. <laughs> it's what they demand. It's what they need. Um, first, let's talk about Phil Spencer has given some interviews, though. Relevant ones. Um, and he gave one to Yahoo Finance. Now, I know this because my husband reads Yahoo Finance. So he's basically an 80-year-old man. So they're still relevant for folks like your husband. I, yeah, he ran downstairs with this article on his phone. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm always wondering, like, who uses Yahoo for anything other than, my like, husband. fantasy sports? 
accountants and fantasy sports people. I got it. (laughs) Now you know. Uh, (laughs) So Phil reiterated his earlier position. Um, Games will come to other consoles. Bethesda ZeniMax games will come to other consoles on a case-by-case basis. But Mm -hmm. he kind of said some other things on this interview that are relevant. Um, He wanted to reiterate. Oh, really? That's all right. I've got my good and plenty right here. I saw that nasty mess. (laughs) I saw that disgusting. He's got his good candy, and I'm over here with my black licorice. Um, Phil says, people should feel this is a huge investment in the experience they are going to have in the Xbox ecosystem. And then he went on to say some other things, and he said one more line. We want the Xbox ecosystem to absolutely be the best place to play, and we think game availability is absolutely part of that. I.e. exclusive. I.e. exclusive. You could see it that way, right? So this is, boy, Phil is good at giving nebulous interviews. That I saw think, right? some people taking that game availability as meaning it would be available to other people, <laughs> like on PlayStation. I don't know that I like, go that far. That's a reach. <laughs> here's what I here's what I will say. I am still of the position that, with the exception of probably a few titles, they will want eventually um, to put their games on PlayStation platforms. I think we talked a little bit last Let week me ask about. You this. Is that what you want to happen or is that what so, you think will happen? Because we did last week, we did a really good job of identifying two different scenarios and a lot of facts for how each case could happen. But I don't mm-hmm. think we actually talked about what we want to happen. That's a really good point. I What I want to happen is for everybody to be able to play these games. Okay. I realize that that is a utopia situation. I sure. understand that that comes from the bomb place of I don't want anybody to lose or whatever warm, fuzzy bullshit that is, you know, whatever. But... <laughs> Sorry, but um, I want everybody to be able to play the games. You know, like I don't, I love my Xbox and I love that ecosystem. I love Game Pass, but I don't, I'm not agnostic. So I think that's why I don't have a horse in that race. What about you? Do you care? I want Xbox to reward me for investing into their products. So if I had to say a thing that I want, I, I don't want people that love fallout and elder scrolls to not be able to enjoy it like they already have so if i had to be asked to answer what would i want i would want all of their games to come to game pass for a year before they showed up on the other platform okay that's fair i'd be totally fine with that because that that gives you value that makes me feel good about buying xbox that's a good enough incentive to entice other people to buy xbox but if you just hate xbox so much and you don't want to support them then I have no problem with them still making money off of those people when those games come to other platforms later. So I yes. would be fine with it. And when you actually, when I say games, I mean, I wouldn't mind if it was all the games, but I don't think it will be. No, I, I, I yeah, I agree. I think having thought about this and letting it marinated for a week, I think we have like a split case situation, right? Um, something like the Elder Scrolls six potentially. Yeah. Or uh, what is it called? Help me. The space game. Because I want to, I wanted to call it Starbound, but I knew that wasn't right. Starfield, I could see that potentially. Starfield's interesting because uh, I'll go ahead and burn one here. Apparently, yeah, it was it help. was being shopped, yes. and PlayStation was in talks of locking it up too exclusively. Mm-hmm. So that makes me think two things. It makes me one think it's exclusive. Two, it makes me think that there is a PlayStation version being worked on. So or was like how far along what, is that game really? I think it's out next year. I don't believe you. Okay. I don't believe anyone who says that. You know what I mean? I don't... They haven't shown anything, really. I would That's love true. it to be out next That's year. true. They've been working on it for a while, though. They have. Um, mm, 
that's when I could see Microsoft pulling back. Yeah, so could I. Because it is the first new property that that has been done, and it's exciting, yeah. right? Yeah. So I think that's when I could see Microsoft saying, not this one. This one belongs to us. Um, and holding that one completely back. I think if they're smart. I think Elder Scrolls and Fallout, to be honest, are the only ones that I actually think make the sense to make the jump. I think everything else could probably just be exclusive. Maybe could you sell I, copies of Doom? You could. But yes. But you could just as easily keep it exclusive. All the arcane stuff, the Wolfenstein stuff, it didn't sell enough to begin with that I think it would really matter putting it over there. Like you're not going to make tons off of it. So That's might fair. as well keep it to Game Pass and keep that as an enticing incentive. I wonder though, because those were underperformers for them, Prey, Dishonored, Wolfenstein, and even the newest Doom, even Doom Eternal. And now I'm going to tell you that Doom Eternal is probably an outlier launching a game at the worst time in a pandemic in the United yeah. States, but probably not. So we'll just leave Doom out. But like, it's tricky. You could look at it from both perspectives. Like why bother porting it? And also the perspective of, oh, but if they don't port it, do they make enough money to recoup their But costs? that's not the, so that's the thing. The, the ultimate thing that everybody kind of defends that stance is that they've got to make money. They don't. That's a thing. It's it's a weird thing that people are like, they spent seven and a half billion dollars, they have to make it back. They don't. No, they don't have to make it back. But when yeah. you look at budgeting for an, a game that you're sure, making, sure, you want to be profitable, you but, at least break even. but That's their different. number, what Microsoft is about, is monthly active users. They are worried about subscribers. They're not worried about, they look at subscription to revenue. They're not worried about yes. how many copies the game sold to revenue. All revenue is good revenue. Don't get me wrong. But they are worried about, like, they're not worried. They are focused on subscription numbers. And the only way to boost subscription numbers is to have stuff that the subscription requires. We so, could argue that those games are not big enough to move the needle, though. Or exciting enough to move the needle, you right? You could. Like, make the same argument. Like, we could see this from both sides and we could sure. do this all day. Yeah. I, you know, I'm yeah. playing devil's advocate on purpose, yeah. but... You know, no one's going to sub to Game Pass to get Prey and Dishonored. And I don't think, but here's the also thing, I don't think anybody that really loves, like, Doom is going to hold out on playing Doom for a year when it's available on Game Pass and PC and Xbox just to get it on PlayStation. So here's my thing. I think what Microsoft, if they're very smart, is going to do is at least hold these back as time exclusives, right? And yeah. That squeezes as much blood out of the proverbial stone as they can. And what I mean by that is those are people who they can get to subscribe to Game Pass on console. They can get to subscribe on PC or they can get to buy an Xbox Series S, which I would argue is at a companion console price. Absolutely. priced at the same price as the Nintendo Switch. At launch, at the start, at at the start of the generation. It'll only go down. It's a beefy boy for 300 bucks. So they're going to want to wring all that blood out. And if they finally find they can't get any more out of that stone, they might port a game to PlayStation. Maybe. And that's when I think if they look at it and say, we kind of need to, or maybe this would earn us some goodwill. Yeah. um, I still think they're going to keep it all exclusive. I don't know if they'll do it all. (laughs) I really still don't think they'll do it all. I I just don't think Phil is that guy, but we'll see. I don't think he is either. And honestly, I think it's just the... Oh, man, it's 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 the subscription, right? Yeah. It's it's not Phil and it's not Bethesda. It's the subscription. When you do right. the subscription, like there's a reason House of Cards and um, you know, Stranger Things isn't on Amazon Prime. Yeah, you're right. It drives it. yep. it's exclusive content. You've got to have right. it. 
And I, I think that they have to have it. They have to have exclusive content. And to be honest, I mean, I, I said this last week, so I feel like I'm reiterating it. You didn't buy, you didn't buy them not to re, not to make it exclusive. At the very least, everything's timed. Everything's timed. I think. I agree with At that. At the very I, least, I think that something like Starfield they completely hold back. And I think, I think, I think they only make the jump for the big ones. I don't think they make the jump for everything. I think the big ones that are cemented. So like your Fallout, yeah. and your um, and your and your uh, Elder, Elder Scrolls. Scrolls. Those are cemented in time. Those are a those are a different thing. Those yep. are people who've been playing video games for decades, right? If you come with a new IP, there's no way that new IP jumps. Yep. I would I would venture to guess that Starfield stays on Xbox only. I would agree with that. I think that's the one, the first one. And the and only thing that I would say maybe isn't the case is if they have a PlayStation version and it's far along, then yeah, there's no I, point in just scrapping it. I don't. Th- I disagree. I think that what they might earn in subscriptions, they're probably they got a number cruncher in a back room doing that number crunching right sure. now. It, it, do we earn more by sucking those people over? Or by putting it on and it And it's weird because people are like, well, you know, they can make money and free money. And they can. Um, but they could do that with anything. They mm-hmm. could do that with everything. Like literally yeah. every one of their games, right? So why isn't sure. the same thing said for Forza and all that? And, and the reason is because Bethesda used to be third party. Um, well, and, and Microsoft has ported games to Steam before. Different case, different argument, different conversation. But they're willing to do that work. Yeah, but they so make a I, ton of money off of Steam. They do uh, because Steam is... And see, really- like... what. If a Steam user is like, I don't, I'm not going to get Game Pass because I love Steam. It's fine. Xbox is still, Microsoft's still earning a Windows license fee every time somebody yeah, buys that's a computer. True. That's, a, that's a services conversation. You know, You're so not it's like, wrong. It's a oh, shared boy. platform at the at the very least. Um, I, I wonder if, okay, let me ask you this: If they, let's say they ported one of these games to PlayStation, sure. do you put like a big Xbox? Game Pass ad at the front oh. of like the, the 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 title like when it logs in. No, I don't think that they. I I bet you that there's contract conversations that happen in backrooms about not being able to do that and mm. money that gets exchanged. Like, you know, lawyers are good at their jobs. Do you think <laughs> we could run into a situation where Xbox says we will bring Elder Scrolls to PlayStation if PlayStation gives us X amount of money? Could they license or could they make yes, a partnership? They can totally do that. And that's the way that I see that happening. And I see I see Sony saying no. Mm-hmm. Because they just don't they don't make those kinds of deals by what I have seen. Sure. And also Sony's gonna look at it like, and you know, this this conversation has come up in our Discord. Is it worth it? These are Bethesda games. Like there there's a, a niche market for these kinds of games. They're big, but they're not they're not like Halo. They're not like huge explosive franchises that define a console sure. do you know what i mean they're as long as they come to steam a lot of people are happy i don't know it's hard it's in hard. xbox yeah i mean as long as they're on steam then you can't say that they're taking it away from you like you yeah. have plenty of avenues to play it um in the wrestling world to get super geeky there oh, has no. been uh <laughs> there's been a a program called talent exchange where two promotions will share talent across companies do you think that there's something here where xbox could potentially say hey we will put elder scrolls on playstation if you allow i don't know something to happen on xbox i think they're more likely to see a scenario like that with nintendo not okay. a Nintendo game, but some sort of tie-in. Like, they've done this well with Minecraft um, and, and other things, actually. Sure. I, I could see them, because I see Nintendo wanting to play ball. And Nintendo also isn't what Microsoft would consider a direct hardware competitor. Nope. Not that Microsoft is here to sell hardware, but... I want Game Pass on Switch. So bad. Just, I want xCloud. Just the streaming version. I think that's the only way Game Pass, by the way, makes it to, like, another console. 
is yeah. if it's only streaming because it's the thing that people don't realize about Game Pass is it's baked into the OS yeah. of Xbox. Like it's baked into the store. It's baked into the accounts. You can't just like put Game Pass on PlayStation and make any sense. But you could put Game Pass, the streaming app on PlayStation, and let people stream stuff. And I think that would be kind of like the perfect scenario for Nintendo because yeah, Game Pass, yeah. basically all the games that they can't run. <laughs> it's not it's funny because it's true yeah i love and i love my switch please don't get me wrong there are like two of them. and if xbox cut them you know a dollar earned for like every subscriber that comes plays on switch or whatever if they just get them a cutback then i think that's a natural partnership going on down the line i think that it's more of a natural partnership than uh Microsoft extending an olive branch to Sony. Like, I just don't see that happening. It's been so cutthroat for so many years there yep. and so snarky. And so just but for, for, from both sides, this is not just a Sony thing. It's they've been up each other's, you know, well, I mean, it's years. So you said, you, know. it, you said it last week when you were talking about, excuse me. Um, you said it last week, you were talking about this kind of shows where Bethesda was the fact that they were shopping Deathloop, the fact they were shopping Tokyo, the shopping Starfield, they needed money. Yeah, and they, you know you Sony was that. happy to yeah let them do that. Now Microsoft is here, and I mean there's a case to be made that Microsoft doesn't get any of these exclusive titles unless they buy them. I 100% think they they said to themselves we could buy one exclusivity deal, or we could just spend more money for a backlog of games for our service. Do you think it was possible though, though when they were talking to them, they're like, hey, you know, you did do Deathloop and you did Ghostwire, like we want to do Starfield. And Bethesda was like, so does PlayStation. And they were like, and, damn it, not again. Yeah. And, and they're, they're like, we're done. I think what So they that said, would that would make the case for all of them being exclusive. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I, do, I don't think they're that like spiteful. I don't think they're Italian mother levels of spiteful, but maybe, maybe they're as spiteful as I am. Sorry for the cough listeners. I am I I have the flu. Donnie's slowly dying. I did not poison him. It seems too far away. It's the licorice. <laughs> it's the good and plenty. It's getting him from afar. Uh, I think I think this is super interesting, and I'm actually kind of excited to watch this unfold. I realize for some people, these types of like deals or these games are just not enough for them to be like, oh, whatever, I don't care. And I get that. I care because I love, I really love Doom. You know, I mean, that's yeah. what I'm here for. And I like Fallout and all those other games too. But I just, I'm interested to see how this unfolds. I'm super interested to see if, like what happens with Starfield? I think that will be the first. Oh, yeah. Because that's their next big thing, right? So yeah. uh, let's let's see. And I keep telling people, it doesn't matter what happens with Starfield. That doesn't set. That doesn't mean that Elder Scrolls right. will or won't. No, like, they they gave themselves all the flexibility to do that. Will they? Won't they? And to be honest with you, they're raking it in right now in terms of uh, fan awareness and like they're being talked about way more than PlayStation Five is. Like this is. <laughs> This this was a huge like trending thread of everybody that podcasts and every influencer all giving each other every ideas like all weekend long like everybody just keeps talking about it so yeah. it behooves Microsoft to just kind of keep it open and not not tell anybody one way or the other. If I've learned anything about anything business related, just leave it to leave yourself room to change your mind. Yeah. That's yeah. what I want to say. So it, saying case by case basis and reiterating it over and over and still using the line that Phil Spencer has been using since he got into this position at Microsoft, best place to best place to play is genius. That's how you handle it. Yeah. All right. Well, we could do this. 
We can do anything we want, but this is still the best place to play these games. It's perfect. He's very good at this. I'm actually angry about how good he is at this. Let's see. Um, related, semi-related, since we are talking about Bethesda and Zenimax games, if you want to play Doom Eternal, you can rock it on Game Pass on console pretty much right now. Yep. I've seen some tweets that it is up. Uh, PC Game Pass by end of year. Yo, Doom Eternal is good and you guys should play it. Just going to say that. Yeah, it's, it's great. I, I think if we were to do a game of the year list, I think it would be on my list. It wouldn't be my game of the year, but it'd be on my list. I didn't finish it. It was really hard. It was tough. It's hard. It was harder than 2016. I actually went on a Doom adventure this year because I leading up to Eternal, I played through all Doom because why not, right? Like, what else do I have to do? It's a pandemic. So... <laughs> <laughs> It, I don't like Eternal as much as 2016 Doom, but Eternal is still exceptionally good Doom. Yeah. So I stopped for Resident Evil, and then when I tried to get back, I was like, I don't remember half of this. There's too many things happening. There's a lot. There's a lot going a on lot in that game. Happening. That's There's a lot of different one. ammo types. You're constantly changing weapons. You're constantly changing oh. power-ups. You're constantly on the move. I mean... It's frantic in a way that yes. 2016 never was. Yes, 2016 was more Doom, and Doom Eternal is very Doom if Doom did four lines of cocaine and just went off into It's kind the of unreal. It's it's Unreal oh. Tournament. Like, yes, that's ish. true. It's insane. It's it's really, really nuts. But the whole time, it runs buttery smooth. It looks amazing. It did run well. I will say I ran it on a 1X, so buyer beware. I, got, I mean, I don't know how it runs on the S or the right. OGX. The only time I, I ever even cared was... Or like the only time I've ever even noticed Doom having platforming. Doom Eternal yes. has legit platforming it's sections. A lot. It's yeah. a lot. Where you're it like swinging in midair and double jumping over here and hooking onto that and grabbing onto this. I was like, man, this is there's a lot going. This game is intense. I like that you listed all of those actions like it didn't happen with curses in between each one of them. Like what happened in my basement. Jump, jump. Ah, redo. Jump, jump. Son of a. Over and over. And me telling my children, don't come down here. Mommy's having a moment. Yeah. It's fine. Um, I think we've hit all of the big points of this nonsense. There'll be more. Uh, we did have a question kind of come in around this, and it's worth discussing. Do you think Xbox buying Bethesda will lead to Sony acquiring more studios also? Do you think Xbox is done with adding new studios? And if not, which would you like to see go first party? I, I forgot we got this question. That's good. It's good, too. So we'll close out this discussion with this question, and then we'll move on to other stuff. But I... I don't know what Sony's going to do. I don't know what Sony's doing right now at all. They're not really being very forthcoming with the conversation. <laughs> That's I, true. I mean, I'm not, you know, I love my PlayStation also, but damn, dude, say something. Um, I don't know that Sony is looking to buy any studios right now, but I do not think Microsoft is finished. I would agree with that. Um, I think That's a really good question. I think if they, I think they would want to, yes. Um, if only just to kind of show their fans, you know, that they're keeping pace. But I, I do, I wonder if it might take Xbox making another move. If my, if Xbox made another move that kind of maybe put a little stress on them, maybe that would force them to jump in. Or if not Microsoft, somebody else. Somebody if, else. If Amazon made a big move. Oh, for God's sake. Right. Uh, like, yeah. Yeah, they the rumor there was a rumor that went around. It was, it was categorically untrue, but that Microsoft was also going to pick up Sega. Right. Sony would freak out if that happens. Like that would make them uncomfortable. There's a lot of JRPG that is core to Sony's a lot of Sony's base in other countries, especially that 
wouldn't become a major problem if it was suddenly an Xbox exclusive. That would drive console sales in Japan and sure, other places. Sure, And it, it would be wild. Actually, the console sales in Japan apparently had a, a really good start. Did you I see that? I saw that. that. It did. It made me warm and fuzzy because they sold like 50 last generation. Uh, it was funny because a, a lot of naysayers said, well, you know, as long as you sell more than five, like you'll sell well. We don't have official numbers. But uh, on RDX this past week, the numbers that I heard was they may have sold more pre-orders than they sold last gen. Wow. Um, I mean, that's not a big... I mean, It's okay. not a big number because last gen's number. entire number was like 100,000. It was sad. But was if, sad. You, if you've sold, let's say they sold 60,000 pre-orders, that's big. That's, that's huge. big for them. That's them making some progress in a new market. So that's good. I would like to... Uh, Related to that, see the breakout of console types, especially in Japan. Hmm. Like, which one, the X or the S, is actually, are they buying it as a companion to, like, their Switch? Or or are they buying the big boy? I'm curious. They lowered the price of the S over there, too. That might Ooh. be a part of it. They, they dropped That's- the S price over there, I think, like, 30 or 40 bucks than it is here. It's, like, 250 over there. If it's... They're, like, giving it away. That's- that's practically like yeah. absurd. It was like, funny I, because at TGS they focused a lot on streaming, which is where I think they that's their in over there. I agree. Game Pass on phones. So they, uh, they stream stuff like Resident Evil Seven over there onto Switch. Yep. Like they they have there's different a different market for that type of stuff in Japan. Than yeah. Other so I, I was I was surprised for both of those reasons. One that there was interest, and two there was interest after the streaming solution on mobile devices. So yes, it'll be interesting to follow that. Um, this is going to be fun. I don't think it's. Um, I don't think it's unwarranted to point out, you know, that Bethesda's Western and Xbox really snatched up basically all Western development. And I think that's smart for them because I think Microsoft would have a hard time owning a Sega or owning somebody else over there. I don't agree. I don't think they could just it's not about money. It's about culture. It's It's about culture and it's about how you would run. I think a partnership could happen. I don't think anybody would just sell to Microsoft. Um, it's just not Agree. the way they do things over there. We we totally talked about that last week. Like yeah. something like Square or Sega, I could totally see them being like, no, no. But Sony, if Sony did approach them or even Nintendo, if that happened, that would be more. They would yes. listen. Yeah, because it's a Japanese owned companies. There's a complete culture and business divide that we just cannot meet them at. It's just yeah. they don't want to do that. They don't. It would require fine. significant legwork and a lot of, and you know what? In the in to the to the rumors credit, Sega and Xbox have worked close together for a long time, so they may have that relationship. But that's a whole separate story. You talk about owning yeah. ownership. Yeah, ownership is a whole other conversation. So, I do think this will be. I don't know. What do you think? Do you think any? Do you want anything else to be snapped up? I mean, I'm of the opinion. No, I want everybody to have everything. But I'm I have a few them. studios that I would like to see Xbox grab. Um, as for Sony, I don't necessarily think they need any. So I, I'm I'm a little hesitant to kick off what I could see as beginning like a console yeah. arms race. I don't want to see that happen. I don't want it either. And I, I think that, that would only happen if a major acquisition got made. So I don't have one of those to say. And I don't think Sony needs to own Konami or Sega. Um, they already they already kind of do. <laughs> they already get yeah. most of those games exclusive yes. to their platform. You know, like Catherine didn't make it to Xbox. You but know? it did make it to Switch. It's so interesting. Right. Yes. But on the flip side, like Yakuza, 
is day and date for they even bumped the date for Yakuza 7 to line up with the Xbox. And you know Xbox paid for that handsomely. They paid a lot of money because it is now not coming to a PS5. It will be on PS4 at launch until March. Yep. They paid a bucket load. Because they're trying. They're trying to make up ground in Japan. And I don't, to be honest with you, I don't think they will be able to. um, Not like that. Streaming maybe, but not not anything else. Um, But on the Xbox front, or, or, you know what? I'll just say it again. I don't think Sony needs to because I think Sony studios are good. I think they're great. I, I think yeah. Xbox now has a case that if they were to hold everything exclusive, they now have a case. I now think both consoles have a first party case for ownership for both mm-hmm. of them, not just one or the other, both. You should now own both. If you love video games, you got to have both. Or you can put your Game Pass on your PC. I mean, legit. That's of course. A very, of course. Very good- I count that in. So when I say okay. Xbox, right, I mean game pass that's what everybody should be saying however the hell you want to play it pc console phone but that's what i mean you're just there's a reason to own xbox um and that's that's xbox um when it comes to other studios though i don't have like a bethesda like because i'm i'm never gonna i would have never guessed that and i never will just because it seems too grand ridiculous yeah (laughs) um bloober team okay that are doing the medium i could see a horror studio a single-player focused horror studio. I think it makes sense for Game Pass. Blair Witch came to Game Pass. Like they did the Observer. The Medium is a is a is a launch window mm-hmm. title. I know a lot of people think it's launch. They have not said its launch date. I'm expecting it in December at this point. Um, you can make the similar case for Don't Nod. Many of whose games have come. That was to my Game number Pass. two. The life. The life is strange. Is the vampires? I like to call that one vampire. It makes my husband crazy. I think that that studio makes sense for Game Pass and the way that they want to release content. Yes, it's episodic already. And Microsoft sees that as somebody who subscribes to Game Pass and then says subscribe. Keeps at subscribing. Least for the four or five months that it takes for this content to come out. Exactly. That, episodic stuff like that, if it's done well, I don't like crappy episodic stuff. Don't Nod does an exceptional job with their episodic yeah. content. And I think That's both of those teams make good games. And yeah. one of the hard things about trying to pitch studios to like the public that want to listen to this is you can't just go buy Bethesda. Like a lot of the really good game developers are either like major conglomerates like Ubisoft. So it would be another $7 billion purchase, which you probably don't have. Um, or it would be a smaller team. And like, it's hard to, there's not a lot of independent smaller teams that make AAA games. So okay. the other one that I would bring up, and I, I admit, I don't think it makes any sense, but I will say uh, Techland. Um, oh, I think, yeah. I forgot all about them for a while there. Huh. I think they make great games. They totally make triple a quality first party type games um so i could see them being owned somewhere um so they can make those games under an umbrella because i think in in today's production of video games i honestly think that's almost a requirement you either have to be indie or you've got to have a back a backing because if dying light flops techland's going under They've been working on it for like four years. I'm I'm convinced it's a white unicorn. (laughs) Like it's never going to, it doesn't really exist. I know they've shown the video game. Okay. I just, Mm -hmm. I think though that we have actually reached a point and I want to make this distinction. We've reached a point of diverging indie. That word used to mean something. It no longer does. That's true. There are, there are studios that make indie games with like large teams, but they're not EA or Ubisoft. So we call them indie and then there are two-person dev teams that make games and release sure. them on Steam. I feel like we almost need an in-between word now. Yeah. But the the higher tier indie, that's 
crappy because some of those like smaller dev teams make great games, but the more expensive indie games need they would benefit from being snapped up. Yeah, they need a publisher. They and, need a and we publisher. usually see that, like Ninja Theory, right? They launched their game on PlayStation. They paid for that. That helped that game get made, right? Like they, that's where I'm starting to look at some of the stuff. You know, a thought just hit me, <laughs> and it's because I looked at the chat and I saw Devin. Um, I could see, be, because they were open to being talked about, I'm, I don't think this is happening, but I'm just going to throw it out there. I could see Sony approaching um, um, Bungie. Oh, that's not going to happen. What are you? How good is that cold medicine that you're on? It's it's pretty good. Oh boy, they. You know why I think that's not going to happen? Sony could try, but Bungie be like, "Look, we have torn ourselves away from two very large corporations. Get away, not touch." But that was weird though, because they were in talks to join Microsoft. I don't believe that, and it was uh, it wasn't that pretty highly corroborated. No, it wasn't. Wasn't they said that it came out, and then the studio dev was like. No. Those are false, but it didn't say like what was false. So, and it, it, it's pretty right. high corroborated. Look, you've got you've got the black hood in the back market. I'm throwing. <laughs> I'm look. I'm just throwing this out there. They are also one of those developers yes. that make giant games that cost a lot of money to make. Yeah. If right. Sony felt the pressure from Xbox buying Bethesda and they wanted to counter, that would be a really good way of doing it. You could say you could yes. either have a partnership. Or an acquisition of Bungie and getting exclusivity on these sort of games. But you'd have to make a really good pitch because Microsoft's already got them day and date on Game Pass now. I know. I know. So you would have to you would have to throw more money than it's probably worth it. And, and that's the part with PlayStation that I uh, and, and I don't mean to say this to sound like a console warish. Start a fight. But PlayStation <laughs> they 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 don't operate in this on this plane that people think they do. PlayStation doesn't have seven and a half billion to just go spend. They could do loans and and, and stocks and bonds, and they yeah, they're could, not as liquid. They could make it a purchase over. 20 years or something like that, but they can't just go, here's $7 billion. I think that has a lot, again, to do with the structure of these companies from like a, a country and ownership situation and how headquarters was worked out. My husband could probably wax lyrical about the tax implications of some sure. of this and why that's the case, but he won't because he's not allowed. And like I said, I don't think it's happening. I just, it just hit yeah. me. I, that's something I could see. Um, they might try. I would see them yeah. going after a Square or a Sega first. But why they, buy it, them? They already have them. Because that's they, the thing. They already they have like, them. They absorb in more easily. Hmm. They're Japanese companies. Oh, I agree with you. But it's just it's, like it doesn't. You know? It's like why buy what you already have? I guess. I mean, Square has been releasing games across both platforms for a while. Like they, they still already have Final Fantasy sixteen. <laughs> yeah, they have one. They have their one. They look, that's the one that matters. <laughs> hey. Nier is coming out soon. Okay, don't you start. I'm not doing this with you today. We're going to change the subject. <laughs> I'm turning this podcast around. I've got all the keys. All right, let's let's switch topics because we've look. The crystal ball has been beaten to dust along with the horse that it was rode in by. <laughs> so, I'm sure there'll be more of this nonsense uh, in the future. But for now, let's talk about hardware. Let's talk about new toys because new toys are coming out. Okay. Let's talk about memory first. There's a lot to digest here. So the SSD drive, the expansion unit for the Xbox Series S and X, same unit, both consoles. Uh, it's a Seagate drive. Pricing is out there. It's $220 for one terabyte. Am I yep. right about that? Yep. Best Buy's got pre-orders up. You can you you bought one. 
I didn't bought, you? I bought two. I, and then I canceled one. Okay, I'm I'm sem I'm like fifty percent proud of you. <laughs> I'm <laughs> um so here's the deal. The reason this is important to note is there's a more important piece of information to note here. There are three types of memory that you can have for your Xbox, essentially. Built in, this expansion module, and a USB 3 drive that you right. sit off the console. The important thing to note is that the coolest feature <laughs> to me of this new Xbox is the quick resume will work across all three. Yep. That's important. That's all I care about. So for me, 220 is a little rich for my blood. The prices will come down. I'll wait them out. Um, and I'll just plug a drive in because I'm lazy. And but cheap. you're going to remember, you can't run the Series X versions of those games off of the external drive. You're right. That's you a good You only deal. can run it off the internal and the expansion card. So I am if you plan here. on doing that, you're going to yeah. be playing the musical chair game where you're moving games back and forth, back and forth. Now, that's not necessarily terrible. I've seen some reports. Sure, because, of course And not. we'll get to it in a second. The hardware is in people's hands and they're playing with it. And I'm seeing like, you know, you can move this giant file in 20 minutes. So yeah. that's fine. I think you and I are two different types of gamers. I think you have like 15 games that you could reasonably jump into at any Just time. And I have, oh, for fuck's sake. I have like three. <laughs> so uh, I think that for me, a terabyte is probably fine. Sure. For uh, you, yeah. I, I have an 8 terabyte on my One X. I have external drives on every console that I have. Every one of my Switches has a 500 gigabyte card on it. I bought them guy. when the 500 gigabyte cards weren't $129 like they are now. Um, I bought them when they were expensive. I I do hop around games quite often. It's It's very rare. A game has to capture me like no other for me to sit down and just play it. That happens on the rarest of occasions. Um, so I'm always hopping from game to game, and I like having lots of options at my fingertips. I like being able to open my 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 folders or my groups and just yeah. seeing cascade of tiles to look through. If I only like, have three uh, of them, then I you know I'm let down. I've, I'm I get a little worried. You're like the dragon that hoards all the yeah. gold in this cave. You're the you're the game dragon. The game That's, smog. Oh man, my yeah. Meanwhile, <laughs> I'm the type of person who has like okay. So you have a sniper rifle approach. All of my games are on all of my consoles at all times. Very powerful thing all in one place, right? I have more of a shotgun approach to video games. So I have like one or two games on each system. Right. <laughs> I will jump you just into. rotate around. And I just am like, what do I want to play? Oh, it's on that thing. You know what I mean? So for me, I can get away with less. Sure. I don't I don't need to drag and hoard on all my consoles. I was going to get... um. Uh, so the plan... Here's the plan. The plan is to get the X sell my current cyberpunk version of the one X and then use that money from the one X to buy an S and the S will go upstairs on the living room TV. Um, so that's why I bought two. I was going to buy two expansion cards so I could have an expansion card on both consoles. And when I put that in the chat, you and everybody freaked out. <laughs> like you go, hey, I didn't say anything. I kept quiet <laughs> about your money. Cause I don't like it when people talk about my money stuff either. So I, I don't, I have no judgment. My question to you is more of a technical question. Cause I, if, if you put it in the X and it had a bunch of games on it and you rip it out, can you hot swap it you into can. the S? Yeah. Now that's, that's cool. Yeah. That's at any awesome. point in time, you can pull it out, put it in and it just keeps working. That's you can do the same thing with your hard drive. There's another yes. thing that I, I hate that about PlayStation. You cannot turn the power off to your hard drive without your PlayStation going into fits and having to run a recovery check. It's, and it's, it's insane. It's like owning a Macintosh computer. They don't it's, like that. Term. It's a pain. Um, but on Xbox, you just plug it in and just pick up and just keep playing. 
Do we know if we can take our existing hard drives with our existing one games and yes, dump you can. them onto our and it'll just work? It'll just work. Oh man, I'm excited. This you just, is so it's, dumb. You're gonna be able to hot swap the console. You just take one That's, console out, plug it in, take the other console That's put it back what I'm in the gonna box. do. If it uses the same power brick, this is genius. Yeah. And I'm here for it. Because you know, they've been very forthcoming about this. Like you get your whole one library and any game that is currently backwards compatible. Yep. So by swapping in place, I lose nothing. And you can play all of those old games off your external. You just won't have any of the new yeah. advantages of the okay. load times and all the other stuff that you have. See, and that's why I wanted the expansion card. That's fair. After that's I saw fair. all the demos, which we'll talk about, but after I saw yeah, it, I was right. like, I'm never going to not want to play off the SD. Like, it's going to drive me nuts. I'm going to be like, this is not as good. This And you don't want to uninstall. Meanwhile, I'm just like, I will. I see, I finish a game. I'm this person, and I'm sure there's somebody else out there who does this. Kevin. I finish a game, decides, decide I'm done with it, and uninstall it. And delete it? Done Absolutely not. See, you are. You are a dragon. You're, somebody needs to Photoshop you on a dragon that's just hoarding a bunch of video game boxes. Just Someone can do that for me because they, they love me. I delete. I'm like, you are yeeted into oblivion at this point. Yeah, I, but it's like if the done. power goes out, like you are screwed. Like you have a handful of options. I, on the other hand, have my entire library. I have a dog that'll chew on my arm as soon as the power goes out. I have lots to do over here, okay, in my <laughs> nightmare cave. Also, I have generators. We're fine. Don't worry about it. Nice. I'm 50% prepper. It's fine. I'm joking. I'm a white lady in suburbia. Don't get nervous. All right, let's talk about hardware, man. People have this box. Oh, hang on a second. I, I did want to cool. talk about this. So it's 219. Um, yes. Wario64 posted the internal SSDs that the PlayStation will use. Because when this came yeah. out, it was 219. People lost Theor their minds. They were like... Theoretical SSDs the PlayStation will use. Of course. Use. Like, they were like... This is almost as much as the S and they were like, this just, and people were like, then I just want to buy the X. And I'm like, well, if you were going to buy the expansion card, then yeah, just buy the X. Um, it's, it's also worth noting that the, the, the drive, it only has 920 gigabytes because some of it's oh. held for, for, for OS and f system files. So the drive itself isn't a full one terabyte. You're actually getting, you know, nine tenths of that. And people are upset about that too. That's every drive. That's every drive ever. Have you ever played? I thought it was a laser, hilarious that people were like upset about that. They're like, wait a minute, I don't get the full terabyte. I'm like, that's every drive ever. Every drive I've ever used is yeah. like, hey, it says 32 gig, but you can have like 27 and a half of Your that. Your USB drives have system yeah. files that took, yeah. yeah, that was a little weird. Um, but yeah, Wario64 put out the, the SSD that should theoretically work for right. PlayStation whenever they approve it. It was also $220. Two, 230 yeah. specifically. And that's a Samsung product, it's worth noting, um, and still up in the air because it hasn't been confirmed yet. Hasn't been approved. It, it's, I just, it's, next-gen memory is always expensive. The price will always drop. People are don't, don't, don't realize that this isn't an SD card, and it's not no. a USB stick. So that's the thing. They're looking at SSD, their SD cards for, like, Switch, and they're like, why is this so much more expensive? Because it's so much better. It's a lot yeah. better. And... The, so I never had sticker shock for this. I've been telling people on Xbox Empire for months that like, hey, it's going to be, I was thinking it'd be 199 I yeah, thought it would be like a smooth 200 And people were like, that's insane. It's got to be 100 or less. I'm like, you have no. never looked at an external SSD. External SSDs are not cheap. I own um, And not at not this speed, definitely. So that's the thing that's different here. Like, it is very fast, very fast. And it's still pretty new. Um, people have been putting these in their PCs, but, like, it's expensive even yep. for that. It's yep. not cheap. Mem new memory is never cheap memory. So if you don't have to have it day one, it'll drop in price. It and this is be the 
Xbox fanboy me, but my initial reaction to somebody was like, I'm just never going to buy an S now. I was like, if anything, that should tell you what a value the S is. The There's fact that it comes with five five twelve gigabytes internal SSD and yeah. it's only seventy dollars more than the actual drive itself. That's how much uh, Xbox is tanking on this console. Like it they're taking values, a huge like loss said, on the S model. Three hundred bucks is a nutty price for what you could easily use as a companion console to anything else. Yeah, anywhere in your house, it's so small. Yeah. I want one just because it's kind of sexy. I want one too. That's it. I've come full. I've come full around on it now. I just want one. Just to have one. I'm just going to be my companion upstairs. Yeah, I want to put it on the upstairs TV as well. To to replace my Roku, essentially. Just, like, use it for everything up there. Because my husband can handle the Xbox. So, Um, All right. I think... Let's talk about hardware. Let's talk about actual Xbox hardware. So, they shipped demo units of the X, correct? Only the X. To a whole bunch of people. And they made us very jealous. And now I cry. Um, (laughs) But there have been a ton of, like... A ton of impressions out there. You can you cannot walk onto Twitter without tripping over a dumb meme and an impression of this box. If you're on video game Twitter, there, talk me through some of these performance ones because the load times. This is a big thing for me. Load times on your existing games with no enhancements are significantly decreased. Oh kind yeah, of across the board. You know what's funny is uh, I've known about this for some time because I, I'm a I'm a member of Jeff Grubb's Patreon. Um, he came on our on our show, the Nintendo Shack, a few months ago, and uh, I talk to him almost every day. I'm pretty sure he thinks I'm like the stalker fan because uh, he's got all the scoops, and I love having all the scoops, right? So I'm constantly talking to him, and he told me about a week ago. He's like, guys, I can't wait to uh, tell you guys about this Ouya. And I realized that Ouya didn't mean Ouya. What was funny was half of his Discord didn't realize that Ouya didn't mean Ouya. So him and I were talking in code and everybody was like, we didn't know there was an Ouya coming out. And I was like, you guys are not getting it. <laughs> um, but Ouya 2 did really come out. I will blame you now. You'll be I, the, you're going to be the reason. I asked him, I said, hey, uh, how fast is the new Ouya? And he was like, it's real fast. I was like, how's the dashboard? Is it real familiar? And he's like, it's real familiar. I was like, yeah, he's got the X. I cannot wait. So uh, he, he was telling us about it over the weekend about asking us questions and stuff to ask him things like that for his review. So his reviews went up and I would point everybody as I did on my Twitter, I point everybody to go support him and check out his stuff. Uh, Cause he's a great guy and he gets, he gets mm-hmm. all the great scoops. Um, the internal on the Xbox series X as it is now only has 802 gigabytes of usable space. So that one terabyte is losing roughly 200 gigs to system files and operating system. And the magic that makes that quick resume happen very Absolutely. likely. Because they have to set aside memory to make that magic happen. Yep, they're um, keeping those save states floating mm-hmm. over there. So, yeah. So, that's that's a lot of stuff. Um, a lot of people were a little cut off guard by that. And here's the thing. I, I've always taken, like, the 20% rule. 20% is usually going to be reserved. So, that's going to be reserved probably on the PlayStation 5. This hurts more on the Series S. If yeah, it's well, 200 wonder, gigs over there, now you're down to, like, 315 <laughs> Of usable space. Gonna, I wonder if it's going to be that much or if that has to do with the maximum resolution that the console can push. So, like, for example, people have discussed that installation files Maybe. for games will be smaller on S because it isn't pulling 4K but assets. Why would, so it, why would there be 4K assets for, I mean, it's just operating system. The system's well, going to be the same. If Quick Resume is leaving space, theoretically... Hmm. And it, it could theoretically be bookmarking more space for larger, like, essentially Maybe. larger Maybe. game files. That's I am speculating. Yeah, that's fair. Not. But um, the load times were 
quite impressive. Now they varied a lot, and I know Kevin took offense to that because he was like, "Why isn't why aren't these the same across the board?" Because if you go at GameStop and IGN and Jeff Grubb, you see the numbers are different. Um, specifically for like Red Dead, Red Dead was an easy one to see numbers were different. The problem is they weren't all loading the exact same place in the game. It wasn't like a scripted test. They're all testing on their own in their own save files and stuff. They'd have the consoles and they're playing them. So um, the load times, I want to say almost across the board were at least cut 40% at least I was going to say a third just some of them were cut as much as 60 or 70% like Sea of Thieves one person uh, noted they logged in Sea of Thieves in 12 seconds versus like two minutes and 14 seconds it's a long load for that game (laughs) it's not it's not a it's a long load so that's great so we're gonna get the fast load times um the quick resume is great you can at least quick resume five or six games i saw somebody that did it with just backwards compatible stuff and they said they got as many as 12 so it does yeah yeah it's it's, it's an allocated space thing so it depends on what you're floating i guess that'll let you do that that's why I really do think that that number for that OS hold is so big. And but it's I think it's limited. Like it, you know, that it's going to depend on what you do. Um it should be noted by the way that all of those load tests on backwards compatible games were not those games were no longer optimized in any way. They have not received any patch yet. This is raw just the box. power being thrown at the same game. Yep. It's essentially the bottom line. No optimization, which is impressive. Digital Foundry did say that the backwards compatibility is running in a, um, a cap- or what is it called? Um, so say like an emulation thing? Yeah, I was going to say a yeah. capability mode, but that's not the right word. I compatibility think mode. It was okay. running in a compatibility mode. Um, so they were even suggesting that it wasn't leveraging all of the GPU that it could, that it was just being being saved, and uh, Xbox confirmed that. It is running in as in compatibility mode. Um, so these were all optimizations off the box alone, not even using the full power of the system. Yeah, just straight up It could get better. Out. Yeah, it probably will for big, big stuff too, right? Like anything that goes to, I could see anything that goes to Game Pass getting some sort of optimization because the Bethesda stuff probably would. Oh, yeah, um, for That sure. would be like, that's their new shiny, right? So, yep. That's wild. Um, let's God. see here. I got Digital Foundry. They they use Call of Duty. They use Final Fantasy 15. They use Rise of the Tomb Raider. Um, everything that they used was basically running 4K60 out of the box. No one patches, no enhancements. 4K60. Now, some wow. of them um, during like really load intensive times, some of them would drop to like 58 or 57, but none of them were dropping like below 55. They were all there, mostly 60 all the time. And so we're basically seeing a two times import, uh, performance boost on current games because Final Fantasy 15 runs kind of bad. Like, even though, even in its light mode, it's at like 33, 28, 36 frames. I love like that it, we now consider 30 frames bad because we've gotten <laughs> to the point where we can consider. I used to love getting 30 I mean, frames, it falls but, below know. 30 at times. You're right. It yeah. does. I, I Having played it both on Xbox and, and PS4, it was more of an Xbox problem, believe it or not. Like it ran better on my PS4 at the time, you know, whatever. It was. And that's in the light mode and it was yeah. falling below 30. And now it's just like 4K60 right across the board. Two, or Tomb Raider looked great. 4K60, just like, almost like a dead straight line. Stuff like this is very exciting for me because I'm the type of person I'm, I'm you know, I'm in my late 30s. I love video games, right? I love them. I do not. I have the classic problem of now having enough income to buy any video game I want and not having enough time to play them all. So for me, I want that library back. I want to play and finish Final Fantasy 15 again. I loved it. I did not play any of the DLC. This is the kind of stuff that like, this is rad. Yeah. 
just throwing more horsepower at stuff that I either didn't get to finish or really love and want to experience again. That's exciting to me, you know? So the Paris stage in Hitman on Xbox One X in 4K had a hard time keeping uh, frame rate. And I I did track it basically stayed between 33 and 41. It was constantly varying. Those scenes just doubled. So between 50, 54 and 60 across the board with, without, without any optimization. So like if, if any of these right. developers went back and maybe just tweak some things to take better use of the CPU, they could probably just 4K60 locked or, or better across the board. Like this is literally just running as is, which is a good point to know because yes. some games have their frame rate capped. It can only go 30. Because um, often some of that stuff is either broken or tied to gameplay, right. which we've seen in stuff in the past and it gets real fun. This will be my favorite thing when this box launches to see what's broke because it gets too many frames and they didn't lock it. <laughs> so it's my favorite game. GTA four uh, is, is unlocked. It runs 4k 16. It never, it never stops. That was a really impressive demo. Four or five GTA four. Really? Yeah. That- Wow. Yeah, and it, it just keeps crap. just they tried it over and they they had basically like four screens up and they were showing like how it ran on 360 and how it ran on back and bat, how it ran back and bat on the X and then how it runs on the Series X. And <gasps> it was amazing. Like it was such a tr- transformative performance again without touching the code at all. Right. Um ultimately what people really should care about and know is that Digital Foundry called it transformative. That's what they a, said. A couple of people have used that name, that word. A couple of people have said, I never want to go back. Jeff Grubb um, said, I never, ever want to play my Xbox again. He's like, the, now he has this. He's like, yeah. this is ridiculous. You're hot swapping in for a beefy boy. His review know? said that he had animosity towards <laughs> the Xbox One and PlayStation oh. 4 for holding back gaming for so long. That's interesting. I, <laughs> I'm not mad about it. It made this feel so much more of a leap. Do you know what I mean? Like, even just in horsepower, it feels like a big jump. I realize some people look at it and say, it doesn't look that much better. You're not wrong. But, like, some of the features and the power that we get feels so much, I'm, I'm maybe more appreciating it than I would have two years ago. I think a person that plays a lot on PC would. And, and we've been talking about it in our game tech show for a while now. And I, I think it's been something I've been trying to convey to listeners. A lot of listeners out there, I, I throw Kevin in this mix, actually. Kevin used to bring this up to me quite a, often. Is He sees the game and he goes, I, it looks like games I already have. And I'm like, yeah, visually, you're not seeing the leap because we've we've plateaued on what games can do visually. I said, but performance is through the yeah. roof. It's unparalleled. It's, it's incomparable. What can happen? And it's going to take a game that uses that performance increase to affect gameplay, yeah. either having more people on screen or having new AI logic that like breaks the mold or something like that. It's going to take somebody doing that um, to really prove it to people instead of visuals like side by side comparisons. I don't think are going to be incredibly stellar. It's just Unless gonna... RTX is turned on of and course. done well and done well because Spider-Man. I think for a lot, uh, yeah, Spider-Man, those Ooh. screenshots were amazing. I think a <laughs> lot of people have not experienced, and I don't have an RTX capable card. A friend of mine does, so I've seen the difference. Like he's literally flipped it on and off for me in control. It's mind blowing, and as a nerd who did signals processing work in college that's super exciting to me simulating how light really works is amazingly cool and i think that's the one that's like the hdr of this generation right hdr was huge yeah hdr changes the way oh, you look at games. have you seen the dolby vision oh it's ridiculous I, I bought a new tv 
just for Dolby Vision. And, and I've had a TV that supported it for two years, and I've been just, like, waiting. <laughs> I think it's going to be upset that I don't have to play Cyberpunk until it gets the update. Like, I'm going to be playing it waiting for Dolby Vision, because I want to see it in Dolby Vision. So I will probably wait. That I will probably Dolby wait. Vision plus ray tracing? Yes. At I think 4K those are- at 60 frames a second? Yeah. It's a whole like, new experience. What humans can actually process in terms of resolution, especially as we get older and our eyes get worse and our ears get worse and we don't hear the range of sound. Everybody's like, oh, Atmos. I'm like, dude, you're like 40 something years old. Your hearing <laughs> is going down. That works. But the stuff that makes it look more real with light and with stuff like that is going to be what grabs you. But you're right. It's going to be like, I can fight 50 enemies that are all independently acting and not just waiting their turn to die. That's exciting. Or you know, yeah. with the uh, with the ability to basically use these SSDs as as RAM and stream in assets to the game, I think That's we'll crazy. have games that don't have so many of the same assets. So building materials might look incredibly varied in a city. So the varying difference, the variety of materials and patterns and textures and things that you're seeing, they all might just be super increased. And instead of seeing like the same chair in every in every kitchen, every kitchen might be themed differently because they're being able to stream all that in faster. You're right. It's another type of thing that like it just might make the worlds feel so much more immersive. Like instead of the NPCs looking the same. They may all be completely different. I would actually love that because my favorite game in video games is I've seen guy number one in five places now. And it's like, it's fine. I get it. You know what I mean? There's only so much memory to go around. I just. Now there's a lot. I would love for that. And I think people need to know it's going to take a little while. Oh, of course. Launches are always this launch is going to be about playing the games you have better. That's what that's what a lot of folks should really expect because there's not a lot out on launch. It's funny because a lot of people just don't feel like that's good enough. And it's actually. It's been one of my cases because I've been super excited about this console and people are like, well, it doesn't have an exclusive game. And I'm like, that doesn't matter. Like, I'm excited about the console. And they're mm-hmm. like, but it doesn't have the console seller. And it's like, that, that's actually, I've been, I've, I was preaching to Kevin because it feels, to me, it feels antiquated. It feels like an old way of thinking. It's like yeah. when you got your Genesis, you got it for Sonic, right? Like you got it for a game. Like when you got your 64, you got it for Mario. I feel like people have that in them. They're like, they've got it. I'm like, I don't care. I want to play the games that I have now like that, <laughs> like, like yeah, Dolby I, Vision, yeah. like 120 frames, like, you know, super fast, like super smooth, better. Uh, that's what I, that, you know, it's better. I think the that we're in that generation of people who have aged out of finishing all the games they have and waiting for the next big thing because we constantly have too much to play. I oh, constantly, yeah. I love. So, so I never finish things. anything. I just start yeah. playing something else. I play, I play less than you, but I finish things, but not as much as I would love to be able to play. So for me, it's like I have this backlog that's literally probably I could bury myself under. Um, <laughs> so if it loads faster, I'm more like if I sit there for long enough to go get a snack and come back for a load, I am already pissed off. You know, that was the funny I thing in, in, in the Discord. Kevin brought up, uh, we posted a chart of load times and he said something like, is 30 seconds a really big difference? And I understand why you say that. But when you watch the views of them side by side going, it actually does feel like a big difference because 30 seconds when you're waiting for it, it feels so like long. a long time. Why does it feel so long? I'm like, Monster Hunter, please load. It Just was load. so I- funny. Uh, Jeff Grubb's video, he posted, um, I forget the game. I really did. I, I want to say it was Red Dead, but I don't remember. So he jumped in. Actually, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm speaking incorrectly. It was Kevin Kenson's video. Okay. He jumped into, I think, Red Dead and he put it up when it loaded on the Series X. And then while it was still loading on Xbox, he continued on with the video and just let it play in the lower third. 
And he kept doing things on a Series X. He hopped into five or six different games by the time it loaded up on his One X. And he was like, oh, we got to pause the video. Just letting you know, now it, you could play it if you still kept your old console. And I was like, that's a huge difference. Like, he's that's in four different v- games by yeah. now. That's the most, like, exciting thing for me. I am tired, getting old, and impatient, okay? <laughs> I just, I am all of these things in one human, and I'm very small, so it's hard to keep them all in one human. So, I just, just, my kids are finally asleep. I have two hours to play games. I want to be in that game as fast as I can, and I don't want to have to sit there and go, oh, let me boot up my Xbox before I put the kids to bed. Let me load Red Dead before I do that. So, it's loaded when I want to play. I want to be able to, like, boop, go. There are That's games I that I legit don't play because I don't want to wait three or four yeah. minutes to start playing. Like Grand Theft Auto five takes forever to get into. Red Dead was long too. Splatoon takes forever to get into. I can't even roll the I eyes at that one. I hate that. I won't play it. I'll See? think about it. I'll be like, you know, I'm in the mood and I'll turn it on and I'll be like this again. I'll just turn it off. <laughs> the, the, the monster hunter world loads on console drove me off a 350-hour save on PS4 and to restart on PC because it's near instant. On PC, it's much faster. I mean, I have a pretty beefy boy, but I, I, I'm out of patience. Yeah. I'm, I'm old and impatient. I can't wait. I just want to play. This, I'm, these I'm, consoles... I'm, yeah, this is exciting. These consoles are so much better that people... And I've been saying... The thing I've been saying on Game Tech is I don't think people will realize it until they get it. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. In the screenshots, if you're looking at a screenshot to tell you why, you're not going to get it. Especially because they threw so much money in the in the GPU for One X that it can just raw power its way to 4K. Yeah, right? it's beefing its way through. Yeah, like it's, it's like <laughs> CPU be damned, it's still going to get to 4K anyway. Now they fixed the problem, and now these like think about yeah. they got to 4K on the One X, and now they've completely streamlined the CPU bottleneck. Think about what they're going to be able to do on Series X five years from now. Like that yeah, console is going to be a beast for a while. The Series X console is an equivalent to buying a very strong, awesome yeah. PC. And so is the PS5. At like a just third one of paper, the price. It's it's actually bananas. Like it is, I, yeah, it's crazy. I haven't been. I didn't think I would be excited for new hardware because, as you said, we've reached the point where games don't like look that much better, you know. But I am because yeah, it's about performance now. The yeah, gamer about- experience is so much better. Oh, I love it. I want to put that on a t-shirt. That dashboard is going to be like just nasty fast. Hey, girl, have you seen my dashboard? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's going to yep. be it's going to be amazing. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. I'm we have 43 days. I'm going to keep trying to remember it. We need a countdown timer somewhere. Yeah. I'm going to tell my computer device that I speak to to re- put reminders on. I don't like to say her name, but I'm not speaking directly to her. I will tell her to set up a daily reminder for me. Let's see here. 40 days and two hours. There you go. Uh, guess what else you get in 40 days and two hours? You get EA Play coming to Game Pass in 40 days and two hours. They announced the official date for that, by the way, is November 10, so launch day. If you are really into what EA has going on, hey. I wonder if they just figured this out or or I'm starting to I'm starting to pick up that Xbox marketing is doing like this drip feed slow rollout of every single detail. They're keeping yes. it as long as they can. Yeah, because, because when they first announced this, it was a holiday, yes. which made me now think it, not at launch. I wonder if they were still inking things to make the date actually happen hmm. or, or doing the back end work because they're trying to launch a console and do whatever back end game pass work. I don't 
I don't know what that entails, but it's got to entail something to link all these things. Yeah. Well, they're so going to put I, all of the EA Access games actually in Game Pass. It's going to be in your app. You don't have to use the EA Play. Trash. Yeah, you don't have to do any of that. It'll just be in Game Pass. It'll be a part of the system. I waited them out, and now I don't have to pay for yet another thing that I will now get for free. You're well, going to be able to buy a Series S or a Series X and have a month of Game Pass, and you'll be able to come home and download hundreds of games to play. Hundreds. Yes, including, by the way, that Tetris Effect version yeah. that is hitting the Xbox One. It was announced Game Pass day and date, so like, I'm that's exciting. Like, there's That's exciting for people like me. Look, I understand the audience is probably like, look, Elaine, okay. We've had enough Tetris, but it's uh, it's every game that you can currently play on your one plus whatever comes out on that day. Yep. It's going to be mean, a ton well, of stuff. I'm excited. There's a couple Let's exclusives. Get- we know Call of the Sea, I believe, is launch day and okay. it's in Game Pass. Um, so, yeah, there'll be some stuff there. There'll be stuff. It's for 15 bucks a month, even if you play on PC. Now, look, I will reiterate the app is trash on the personal computer, but Forza is really pretty. On I like it. I like it a lot better than uh, than Steam, for example. I can't stand I, the Steam app. I have a preference for Steam, but I use Steam in big picture mode. So I got you. You know what I mean? I kick it to the TV. I'm lazy. We've discussed this. All right. I think, is there anything else we missed news-wise? This I did week? just pull this up real fast. So Drake Hollow, Eichenfell, Brutal Legend, Doom Eternal, and Forza Motorsports 7 are all coming to Game Pass before the 8th uh, okay. across PC and console. Okay. So All right. Get a, get a Forza Motorsport Seven. I I don't do motorsport. I never have. Maybe I'll try Horizon. it. Yeah, I no, only I'm do bad. Horizon Two. I'm so bad at driving. I have a I have a driving wheel too, so I try to be good at driving. I tried it once, and I was like, "This is not fun." But, but it's, I'm it's, also like the terrible Horizon player because when I play Horizon, like I barely race. I do like, I like speed to- traps, and I find hidden cars, and I go and like smash all the the billboards. <laughs> Oh, you do actual tasks. I drive through the fields and then do donuts around hay barrels and go wee for like 15 or 20 straight minutes. I'm an adult. I'm a grown up. I do the things I can't do in real life in a car. That then, I then I get to the, like the story point and they were like, you've got a race to defend yourself. I'm like, oh, this is sucks. This I'm is boring. Race. I take <laughs> shortcuts. I want to go find field. more hidden cars. I just like finding hidden that. cars. I'll do that forever. Just make that game. It's a better game. Because, yeah, because you get to drive through the hay fields and the forest and stuff, like trying to find the hidden things. Yeah, it's blessed. And then go way too fast and hit a tree. Just me? Or how far you could jump. Those those jumps where they track how far you go, the launch distance. Those are super fun. Look, just get me in a really expensive. Look, my dream is to take a really expensive car and do some really dumb stuff with it. On so it's basically, I basically play Forza Horizon like you play Burnout. (laughs) Basically, play it like that. And I love Burnout, but. so fun it's so fun it makes it makes me uh it reminds me of test drive unlimited which was one of my favorite 360 games test drive unlimited the first not the second it's got that vibe and i love that vibe i did forget to mention that um a lot of people called this the most quiet xbox ever people care about that i do it's loud and then i have to turn up we've talked about how we're i'm getting old and my hearing is going headphones uh, I have to either wear headphones or turn up my surround sound. Devin has got me on my headphones. Now, I, I rarely play without my headphones, so I don't hear it as much anymore. But Doom Eternal made my 1X, like, blow. Like, I started was, hearing some fans. I was like, wow, look at this thing. And, mine was warm and very angry with me. I wear the headphones but when I'm guaranteed the kids are in bed. When I'm not guaranteed the kids are in bed, they will try to sneak up on me if they know I'm wearing headphones. And my heart can't handle that anymore. And I did also hear that the exhaust is uh, pretty warm. Which so again, side, where does it exhaust from? The top, the grill, the green grill. 
So don't don't lay it sideways because the one don't be a monster. And I'm going to do it just to take a picture. Don't let it melt. Don't burn your Xbox. Like stand it loud and proud like it's supposed to be. Put it like on a trophy shelf. Display it as it should be. It's like a center of the room type thing. You know, I I love you. I'm going to take a picture of it on its side. Why would you do that? With a bunch of boxes. Why are you actively opposing what the Xbox (laughs) Empire like? This is the way of the Empire. There is the only this way. This is the way. So you want an obelisk in your space. Gotta have it. You gotta have it. I know Seth was just like, Seth basically told me I make it hard rooting for Xbox. You know what, Seth? Go buy your damn PlayStation and get out of here. I don't care, right? Stand the console up. It's meant to be stood up. As we've discussed, I have an equally difficult time figuring out where to stand up the PS5. The fact that the stand (laughs) sticks on it, and if you lay it sideways, you will have the circle like sticking out. Do you have any idea like what that would do to my brain to see that every day? That's gotta come off. It would bother me so much to see it sitting there like that. I'd be like, you have to stand it up. (laughs) Can I send Donnie a daily picture? Oh, and the the plastic. Uh, It was another thing I asked Jeff about quite a bit. Oh, the The plastic is fingerprinty. That bothers me so much. I hate that. I'm really. really <laughs> I hate really that so day. much. I will wipe it. I have a little cloth that's like by my TV, and I wipe my controllers off too. I guess I'm, I'm a weirdo. Oh, look at you! This is everywhere in my house. This is at yeah. a, at an arm's length at any point and near any television or console or video game. I have Pledge Multi Surface Spray. I cannot tell you. I, here's the thing. I I'm pretty I'm pretty neat. My wife says that, but I'm not like a clean freak. I don't like get down and scrub the baseboards or anything like. But, but I'm neat. I, all of my I'm stuff neat. has a shelf and a place, and I dust it, and I wipe my consoles down all the time. Like because I want to keep them clean and looking nice. They're investments. I like them to be nice, you know. And to lay that thing sideways and have it sticking like that, and to have the heat exhausting in an enclosed space, it's just like it breaks my brain. Why anybody would do that? You know I what? I once went to a cheeseburger place, like Five Guys. You're familiar with the big... I, I, I like cheeseburgers. And you get like the greasy plate of fries and everything. I saw a guy eating a cheeseburger with his fries and then using his laptop. And it no. almost made me like get okay, arrested in public. I was I like, get the... What are you doing? <laughs> I, I'm weird about that. And not even on my own electronics, like my work laptop. I'm weird about that. Right. I have... You have pledge multi-service. I have microfiber cloths everywhere because that's just my solution for the problem. Ev- everywhere. My kids tease me. So, They're like, Mom, why? And I'm like, Maybe it's OCD, but let's like stand the damn console up so it can exhaust correctly and keep it clean. Like, stop I, I doing wipe, that. I, wipe, I will wipe it down. I wipe my fancy expensive Elite controller down because it's expensive. I want to get a t-shirt like that shows like a like a clip art of a Series X sideways with like a big cancel sign over it. Or something. That made. <laughs> I'll wear one that has it around it with a check mark that says yes, just oh, to no. bother you. It's not even that I believe it anymore. Now I know it bothers you. So and I'm, <coughs> I'm, an, I'm a monster. I brought you into this family. Why are you doing this? Of, of all people. <laughs> oh, this feels like the Vin Diesel like moment. <laughs> it's just, it's, we're family, okay? I live my life a quarter mile at a time. <laughs> Yeah, I, you're, Dev knows that I'm just going to put good and plenty in every picture I send oh. you. Just, oh. Dev's with me, though. He's on team stand-up. He's got to stand up. I am standing them up if they're meant to be stood up. I'm not... I'm not yeah. a, I, look, I have a spot. I clear a spot. Get an S myself. if it won't fit. Get an S. Don't get an X. So many jokes. So little time. And now, <laughs> it's time for listener questions, right? We got some questions this week. I'm excited. 
I feel like I feel uh, I love listener questions for people who do not know me uh, on Twitter. You should send me all your questions. If I don't sure. answer them on the podcast, I'll answer them just to answer them because they make me feel special. So from Shannon, we'll go in the order that they have been received, I suppose, or whatever. I have them in the doc. So do you think the addition of Bethesda games to Game Pass could pave the way for Game Pass to come to a PlayStation device in the future? This one we've talked about a little bit. I don't. I want to say in, in conclusion, I do not think Microsoft would be opposed to something like this, but I do not think Sony would play ball. I That's think they would I have think. to be forced into it. Yeah, kicking, screaming, and like quietly murdering. If Amazon or Google made a giant play that started to affect the business, could I see Microsoft and PlayStation shake yeah. hands and play nice together? I think so. I could Maybe. envision it. Yeah, well, I mean, you team up against Skynet always. Duh. Like, uh, well, they already have an agreement for for cloud technology. Yeah. And PlayStation yeah. agreed to work with Microsoft above PlayStation and Xbox heads. That was the funniest part of that news story. Is the day that they came out, there were like, there was like Jason Schreier and stuff tweeting out like PlayStation folks are texting me. They don't know what's happening. Like it was above their heads at like a yeah. corporate level that they were working yeah. together on cloud Maybe. and Azure and stuff. So maybs but no, I don't think no. so. If it did, it no. would be streaming only. Because Agreed. PlayStation's not gonna give up any cut of those games. Agree. And uh, and and they're not gonna make any changes to their OS, nor probably could they. So, I would also argue Sony does not need to do this. Yeah, uh, they, I, I, they they have a a very good, compelling lineup of video games that you cannot play anywhere else. They don't. Uh, have let me ask to. you this. Here's a better way of presenting the question. Sorry, Shannon. Not that your question was bad. Um, if they could, if PlayStation was like, we want Game Pass on PC or on, on PlayStation. As somebody who owns an Xbox, would you want them to do it? Would you be like, wait a minute? Because here's the thing: like, if they put Game Pass on PlayStation Four, then what's the point of having an Xbox? I don't care where I have Game Pass as long as I have access to it. So it would not upset me. Like, I think having that kind of console allegiance in the year of our Lord 2020 is ridiculous. Hmm. Like, we're not children anymore. You know what I mean? Like, having sure. that like that schoolyard fight over consoles as fun as it is wait a minute xbox has to win there's a game didn't you know that there's like a competition being held there's a winner there's a winner and a loser it only works for winners and losers if everyone is playing the same game nobody loses they make all the money (laughs) these three companies are not playing the same game they're all winning they all won they're winning a different market (laughs) they're all winning taking our money is what they're winning yeah they're taking money and they're taking all of mine so (laughs) i'm the sucker um I would agree with you. I I wouldn't care if they did either. I don't care. Especially if it was streaming only, then I still wouldn't care. Like, that would be even better, actually. I will say that PlayStation's now service on PC is pretty good. Yeah. For a streaming service, so. If they could ever make those games downloadable, I would be entertained. But the fact that they're streaming only, I'm like, I'm not interested. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What else do we have? We have one from Rebecca. I like this one. Uh, It's similar to one we got last week, but it's very specific. Flash forward to console release day. Can we? Where's my button to go now? Uh, what's the first game you're brooding, booting up on your brand new system? Donnie, one game. You can only pick one. You can't quick resume five games and call it a first game. That's cheating. This is hard because there's a lot of options and I'm not. So the answer would be Cyberpunk if it was there and it's not. And that's the problem. That's why I don't like this question because I can't say Cyberpunk. You're not allowed to flip over the table and refuse to answer if you don't have the answer. I will say until we have a better idea, I will say Watch Dogs. Okay. Because I'm probably not going to play it when it releases. I'll probably wait for it. And in light of, I'm not going to buy Valhalla because Cyberpunk. Um, okay. It makes no okay. sense to buy Valhalla if I'm going to play Cyberpunk for a month. So I'm going to wait on Valhalla. 
but Kevin will buy Watch Dogs, so I will have Watch Dogs the day the console comes out. Okay, so it'll probably answer. be that. Okay, so my answer, I'm between two answers. Um, I'm still deciding, but I'm going to tell you where I'm at. I, Tetris Effect is one of my favorite Tetris experiences in decades, and I love Tetris 99 on my Switch, but it is not Tetris Effect. I own Tetris Effect every other place. I get it on Game Pass. I'm very, very excited to play that thing with all the beef that this console can throw at it. Having played it on PC, it's amazing. It's like transformative for me. The other the other one that I'm between is actually Valhalla because I want to play the War Lady Viking yeah. bad. And what they did with Odyssey, making letting me play a lovable meathead War Lady, <laughs> I'm here for whatever they want to do with the War Viking Lady. So I'm very excited about that, more so even than Cyberpunk. I realize that's sacrilege. Valhalla's probably going to get me. I say it um, every year. I'm like, I'm not going to buy it day one because it's going to cut come down in price in like, what, three days? It'll be no, half off. It totally will. But Cassandra, I'm probably going like, to buy it anyway. I fell in love with Cassandra's character. I fell in love with what they did. And so they have my attention for this game because of what they did so effectively with that character, representation of that character, how she like moved through the world. Man, I'm, I want to play a war Viking lady. Let's go. Sure. Yeah, well, I do too. <laughs> you know? The Viking stuff has me really excited and I really want to play it. I'm just trying to hold off because I'm like, if you wait seven days, I'm you're going to have cyberpunk I'm gonna get and you're you. not going to play Valhalla until like December. So why just flip between the two games every day? You quick resume. What is the problem? I'm already going to be flipping. I got Hyrule Warriors and Mario Kart Live. Like I'm all I will already be flipping. I can't. This season is very stressful. So we're me. trying. I'm trying to be responsible. Normally, this never works. I bought, <laughs> I bought two work. expansion cards. Like, this never works. I'm going to break you in 30 seconds. <laughs> Somebody's going to send me a really awesome screenshot. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. Or Valhalla's going to get like 9.7s. I'm be like, well, I got to buy it. I got to try it. <laughs> like it with my War Lady Viking. You got it. It's time. It's just, oh, yeah, if there's somebody sends me a screenshot and it's just gorgeous, I'm like, yeah. all yeah. right. Because here's the thing like, I'll probably play Watch Dogs. I have no excitement for Watch Dogs at all. So, like, any little yeah. excitement for Assassin's Creed would totally get me to roll over. <laughs> I got you. Don't worry. I can't wait. It's going to be my favorite game. I will stand my console up next to a copy of the game and a screenshot of how pretty it is. That'll there do it. Go. That'll I'll do it. Like, well, I've got to play it. I got to try it. <laughs> You're going to want to. One more question from Delvin himself. Real question and comment for Elaine. How are you enjoying your time with PSVG so far with the fast transition? It is fantastic how well you've integrated into the PSVG family. I put this in because... I wanted to take a, the time to say thank you because I've been here for one full week, two episodes, and I have never felt so loved and appreciated in seven days in my entire life. Like, this is a space, podcasting about video games especially, that can be very cynical um, and aggressively clicky. And I did not know what to expect. And I came in and it feels like I've hung out with you guys for like years, like I was able to slide right into Discord and right into this podcast and feel welcomed. And the the truth is, it's like, it's not me. It's you guys. Like it's 100% you guys. So I'm having a blast and it has made me super, super excited again about games and talking about them. Like PSVG is like family. Yeah, it feels that way. Like like the Fast and the Furious version where we don't know. We're not related. We're just we just yeah, say no, that. No, 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 no. We're not related, <laughs> but, but it's still family. Um 
Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm really, really happy to hear you say that and happy to see that you're liking it. And uh, I'll just share that. I mean, you were a rock star. I told you you were perfect. And yeah, you came yeah, on yeah. and the first show, everybody loved having you on. Sean wants to start a, a fan club. Um, I saw that tweet and like it made my day. So I'm just going to give you the heart because I yeah. feel so special. I knew it. I, I felt I felt a lot of vindication last week after the show and had so many people reach out and, and say how much they enjoyed the show and how much they want to keep listening to the show. We've seen new people show up to the discord this week. Yeah. The discord has continued to be popping. So I felt a lot of vindication, like just going with my gut feeling. Like I said, I, I it's the story was the story. I listened to you for a couple minutes and it was like, yeah, she's it. So I was spot on. And, uh, every now and again, you just, you just, you, you get one, right, I guess. So, yeah. I felt good. I lucked into it. It was perfect. Uh, I, so did I. And like, you know, I've had my ups and downs with podcasting and, and f- I let it go for years. So it's scary to jump into an existing like network of podcasts, especially with a bunch of hosts and listeners that are already there and fit in. And it was effortless. And that's not all me. Like I got, I'm charming all, but that's not all me. <laughs> I got that feedback four or five times, by the way. I didn't tell you that. We didn't really talk oh, since um, the show, but yeah, after the show, quietly. <laughs> yeah, I have. I have flu B. I have type B flu. Um, we thought I had COVID. So I got COVID test was negative. I got tested again today because I couldn't go into the doctor unless you oh. get COVID test. You can't go yeah. into the office. If you're, is, if you have any flu like symptoms, they're like, do you have a COVID test? So I had to get the rapid test. It's still negative. So they're like, maybe you have pneumonia. Do the x-rays. Still negative. And they're like, all right, let's just get you swabbed for flu just in case. And it's like not, not even quite flu season yet. Oh, it's a little early, but I've right. gotten it. This- and they were like, it's flu. <laughs> Ten minutes later, like, you have the flu. So you're right. I've been... Um, yeah, I've been so dying. I've been sitting on my chair, like wrapped in blankets, like not there, moving for days. There have been some pictures that have made him look kind of like a mafia member with a fur coat on, but he's actually dying of the flu. So, I'm like, just sitting here dying. Um, but that's, I, we haven't had a chance to talk. So we've come in hot on both of these podcasts. Yeah, I've yeah. I'm in and rolled right in. The <laughs> feedback know? from last week's show, um, Delvin, Devin, and Kevin, Sean, uh, lots of feedback from lots of people. They're like, we love. Dude, where, like Sean was like, where do you find these people? Like, how does this happen? I was like, she found me. That was a whoop. Like that was that was no, it's all Delvin's fault. But Delvin was just like instant chemistry. He was like, yeah. it's like you guys have been podcasting for years. He's like your first episode. I was like, I told you, I just knew it. Um, yeah. When I hear you speak, I, I sometimes it's like it's it's a hard thing to explain. When I hear you speak. I think you think like in your head, how I think to myself, like the inner voice. Yeah, it's like, I, I feel like a similar cadence. Yeah. I almost feel like I'm on the same speed as you, like thinking wise, like point to point to point. Like I kind of, I, 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 I like mix that. with you there. I like that a lot because I'm a fast talker and a Northeast girl. And yeah. some people don't, don't jive well with that. Like it's a, the energy doesn't match and it does. And you're like on the coding at this point, probably. And it's still, <laughs> rocking it so that feels good you know like it's i you're right and you don't always get it right and it doesn't always work out and sometimes it takes a lot of work to find rapport between podcast hosts and you get there but you don't get there this hot (laughs) like this was i was not expecting it to be this breezy so i'm here for it yeah i know you did (laughs) everybody hates it when i'm right I'm like, it's like everybody's worse. They're like, oh, Donnie's never going to not let us hear about this. (laughs) 
That's good. It's been, it's, I put this statement in. I didn't, I mean, I didn't, I could have just answered him on Twitter. But the point is, like, I wanted to say thank you to everybody who's made me feel welcome because you guys made this, like, listeners, people in Discord, other hosts, you guys have made this a breeze, dude. And it's been wonderful. It's been super great. And I'm very grateful. So I'm happy to have you. I couldn't be more happy. I was just like, this show is going to be great. Hard time. Upgrade. Hard time. Kevin quit and we upgraded. Sorry, Kev. Oh, he's going to send me hate mail now. No, I think we get along. There's nothing he Bro. can hate about it. <laughs> oh, boy. I think. I wait for him to show up in the chat and people are like, who? Who are you? <laughs> You're as bad of a troll as me. You're just as bad I can as me. Be. I can be. I can be. Kevin brings it on himself. You know, he hates everything that I like. Everything. Everything that I like. It's just instant <laughs> hate. He's like, like uh, a younger brother. Like, you're like mad at your God, my older brother's the worst. Kind of. It kind of is. It's like, it doesn't matter anything, whatever I'm excited about. Like, he was upset about Xbox previews. Like, I was excited about previews. He came in and he was like, this is ridiculous. I'm like, why is this ridiculous? I know people like that. Like, I have people, friends like that. I get very overexcited and I'm just excited. And I like, I'm like, <laughs> Like like a really excited squirrel. You know what I mean? Like I'm pumped to be here. I'm so pumped that I accidentally run out in traffic. So, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you've got the same energy. Yeah. Work. No, I do. And yeah, yes. So there was always a conflict in our show. <laughs> there was always such animosity between the excited squirrel and the slightly grumpy dog that chases the squirrel out of its yard. Yeah. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. Okay, that's, yeah. Like that. that's about right. Yeah. He's the slightly <laughs> grumpy dog. <laughs> and I like him. So it's all good. Get out of here. Yeah, get out of my lawn. It just took such offense to us being excited. Anybody, like any, it's not just me. It's like all excitement. It's all excitement. He's going to send you a nasty letter. I don't know him well enough to speak to this. (laughs) (laughs) I absolve myself of this. This is not me. I'm just new here. Hello, yes. I'm new. (laughs) All right. I think, I think we've covered it this week, man. Yeah. I I still, I, Bethesda Fallout is very good good dad joke all right so i think that's it so folks join us on discord if you want to hang out and talk more about video games i'm on there pretty frequently donnie is too and he's not in in battling and battled by the flu uh also twitter i'm et dragon on twitter donnie is eat the hype which is the best dumb twitter name ever thank you so much that was a whole ordeal when i changed it i you know i I recently changed that actually about six months ago i think ridiculous maybe not even be that long Oh, I, I love it so much. It's so every time it shows up in my notifications, I laugh. So you've accomplished your goal. Uh, and subscribe to all of the Play Some Video Games family of podcasts because they're all good. Yeah. That's right. I said it. Fight me. Don't fight me. I'm very, I'm just, I'm too tired and old. I think that's going to do it this week, you guys. So have a good week. And we will be back next week with more Xbox news. Peace, folks. <laughs>